0: what's up conroe welcome to a brand new edition of nerd thug radio hanging out here on 104.5 106.1 the sister stations and we're streaming worldwide at irlonestar.com um as the coronavirus continues we are still doing this show remote double remote via anchor so this is cory dlg and on the other
1: end of the line is little brother nico hello hello so what's been going on man how are you uh, you know, as as much as the world changes from day to day, my life has continued to not do anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta be honest, man. Like, it's getting weird looking at the headlines.
1: It's getting very strange. Yeah. No, it, like, it's it's simultaneously, like, everyone's gonna be okay. We'll get through this. And also, everyone's gonna die. The world is ending. Well, let me ask you
0: this. Uh, Did you see the story in the news? The woman, yesterday the judge called her selfish and she said, I'm not selfish. I'm keeping keeping my people feeding their families. And she then said, he said, well, if you don't apologize, I'm going to put you in jail. And she said, well, I'm not going to close my store and I don't apologize. So he said, okay. So he put her in jail. Cool. So today, Governor Abbott, said that he amended his order so it no longer includes jail time for defying his order.
1: So, so now he he's letting her out.
0: I can't, I, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Probably. Yeah, yes. Let's just assume so. Like, What's the point know. of all that? What is the point of any of it then? Yeah, I don't know. Have we that's just one, given that's... up on the concept of like
1: rules and law? Well, I, I think that I think there's some some flexibility there because, you know, it's the, you're supposed to defy the law when the law is unjust kind of deal is is, is the law unjust. I mean, to an extent, yeah, like, I, I don't think she should have gone to jail for trying to do what she's doing. What is the punishment for potentially continuing to expose some people to a virus? Right, but then you also have to take into account like how much, how, like what is going on. What's the well, no? I mean, I'm asking you.
0: I I mean, I'm asking you. Like, what is the what is the punishment? Because that's why they're closing these places. Uh, the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, he actually said today that the first community spread happened in California and it originated at a nail salon. The first community spread in America.
1: Yeah. And that doesn't really surprise me I mean, when a lot of times when that happens, you just don't know it. That's the whole that's the whole point of this being so dangerous. That's why we ask everyone to stay at home. So what do you
0: think is the punishment for for defying the order to stay at home?
1: A fine, maybe, but I don't think like I don't think jail time is the answer. <laughs> I don't know. Like just I a distance, because I, I, like, I think that when you do that, you're starting to really creep into a very authoritarian, like, throw someone in jail because they defy you. Throw but we someone do like that's the slippery slope. But that's not the same thing, you know. It's not like they're doing something illegal. We know they are, though. That's and that's part of the thing that I think we've gotten away
0: from somehow. Is when it comes to medical stuff. Medical stuff takes precedent. Uh, If you remember when the Ebola crisis happened, uh, President Obama quarantined a particular person who had Ebola. It was like a nurse or something, got exposed, Mm -hmm. and they quarantined them, and the family was like suing to try and get the person out. And the courts ruled that no, you can't – it's a public health risk. Like If you let that person out, it could kill thousands of people. Ebola is a very fatal disease. So the courts ruled in favor of Obama keeping her in quarantine against her family's wishes um, following the health medical protocols. So the precedent, legally speaking, is there in the universe already that this – that the medical stuff absolutely takes precedent to the non-medical. So it's not I, – I disagree in that sense that it's infringing on anyone's rights. No one has the right to endanger other people.
1: No, that, that's a, I mean, that's a fair point. And like, if you, but that's a very, also very staunch, like, if they do this incorrectly, like, I feel like there's procedure to the whole thing.
0: Well, but I mean, isn't the procedure the governor saying stay inside?
1: No, but right. I mean, like, <laughs> I not, mean, not, not, that, I'm not I'm that talking that about true? like, I'm talking about a reopening. I'm talking like procedure right. that they can take to to reduce risk and do everything that they can, but if you're not on the list yet, and by
0: the way let's 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 also establish that
1: if you are a
0: nail salon you're regulated by the state, like you have a licensing board,
1: yeah, no, like you already submit
0: you already submit to state regulation and oversight, so this idea that like I can do whatever I want, well no, you're severely limited in what you can do already. The state already tells you yes or no, right, so. Again, I just don't – I guess I just don't understand – I guess I don't see the argument. I don't understand the grounds where if you're if – you, if you are licensed by the state already, you need the state's permission to practice. So like if you're a doctor, uh, a tattoo artist I believe is licensed. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like anybody who's already licensed by the state, you don't exactly have, to me at least, any kind of legal leg to stand on where you say, well, they're infringing on my civil liberties.
1: Yeah, and I mean, like it's not a—it's not a legal right to go to own or operate a business. That's Correct. not in the laws. That's not a constitutional inalienable right. You know. Correct. And so, I think although it is, something... it is to assemble. So. Yeah, listen. You you can assemble, except,
0: but even I think even the First Amendment limits the number of people you can assemble with. I think they've come within reason and said how many it can be. And then medically speaking, it's got to be less right now. And again, the medical takes precedent. It's the the first, you know, in the Declaration of Independence, it says life, then liberty, then pursuit of happiness. So you know, if you define pursuit of happiness as pursuing job and making money and living, or if you you know if you call liberty that,
1: life would still be health. You know what I mean? Like it still came first. Right. And I mean, I'd like, uh, understandable keeping everything as safe as humanly possible and trying to keep everything humane. I just think jail is just the worst possible option. So what if they had not... What if they had done this?
0: They didn't put her in jail, but instead they took away her license to cut hair.
1: Right. Like, that would be <laughs> awful, but... Like, I, I feel I feel like jail time is just... I think that just goes a bit too far. Like, that's, that's a step in, like, a whole but, direction you don't want to go into. I totally want to go there. I totally do. I want to put people in jail who
0: can't follow governor's orders. Absolutely. I don't, I don't have any sympathy for people who don't want to follow these orders anymore at this point. Like, I'm just kind of over it. Do you, do you know what I think I parallel the argument to?
1: Hmm.
0: Anti-vaccines.
1: Think I think that's a bit harsh, but I see the point. I see the I see the uh what's the word for it I'm looking for? Like the the parallel to it, right? Like Yeah, like people people don't want to do it.
0: Yeah. It's my it's my it should be my choice on how I medicate my child. And it's like it is accepted in dangerous children. And pretty much unanimously the world agrees it's like 90% that everyone's gotta have vaccines. Herd immunity can't be below like 98% or it doesn't work, that kind of thing. Right. Um, so Unanimously, society kind of – not unanimously because obviously there are some, but wholeheartedly, society rejects the anti-vaccine argument.
1: And that's why there's rules in place a lot of times for these kids to you know, be in in school and in public places. They have to have vaccines. And now we're turning
0: around, and the same people who would laugh at anti-vaxxer out of a building 38 days in a row are now turning around and going – it should be my choice if I want to expose all of us to this deadly disease or not?
1: Yeah, no, that's that's a fair point. Where it's just like I'm just gonna even I don't care if I got the Rona and then they'd go and die, right? Except for, like, like I don't wish like I don't wish anyone to get sick or die of a disease. But if you're gonna do that and then you get sick, that's not my problem.
0: Well, and I'm just not sure where it becomes like okay all, all right i'll tell this story today we were uh today i was doing uh, some of my day job stuff and i happened to be inside of a building i'm not going to name the name cuz i don't want to bring bad press or good press to this place I happened to be inside of a building mm-hmm. that on the outside had a sign up that says we require people to wear masks we ask we ask people to wash their hands and if they don't want to wear masks then we will take their temperature when they come in okay Okay, so that's their policy. We as a private business are Mm -hmm. asking patrons who walk in to wear a mask and wash their hands. If they don't want to do those things, then we are then taking their temperature before we decide if we want them in our store or not. Right,
1: a reasonable thing to do.
0: Uh, A couple came in. They did not want to wear masks. They did not want to wash their hands. First of all, grow up. Just grow up, right? Like, Get over yourself and go wash your hands, right? Like, right. really? That's it takes you know a minute. Yeah, give them thirties, like thirty seconds. Is that big of a deal? And also, it's just being clean. Like, <laughs> no, I don't want to take a shower every day. Like, what are we? What what is, what is the argument here? Yeah, what world are we in? And so the person at the little counter then said, "Okay, well, I have to take your temperature then," and they said, "Well, now we feel more threatened than when we walked in." And they turned around and walked out. You could you could
1: have read the sign that was outside. But what exactly are people... What is the expectation there? Well, that, I think that's just dumb. That's just people not reading and being just obnoxious.
0: Well, and that's the thing. Like, if you really think about what some people are doing is it's like... They want other people's. So, some of the people who are pro, who've been protesting and stuff are haircutters and, and, and gym owners and stuff like that. Okay, fine. I get it. You're a business people owner. Directly affected. Yes. Okay, fine. But then the next group of people who are protesting are people who, who need haircuts and want haircuts and want their hair dyed and want to get back to the gym. How is, how is that a thing you protest? Open your gym for me. How? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like you've now extrapolated your civil rights onto someone else. Like I don't. I guess I don't get it.
1: They want it to be open so that everything can go back to normal, even though nothing is normal.
0: Right. No. And I get that partly. Like you know, part of it is them just lashing out at the world, and they want something back that's normal. But at the same time, (laughs) like. what exactly are you t- I want you to open your barbershop so I can get my hair cut. Uh, who are you protesting at right now? <laughs> You're at the Capitol building. Who are you mad at though? Cuz it feels like there's two parts to this story.
1: Well, they're mad at the governor that they closed the barbershop. That's the whole that's the whole point.
0: Right. But even if the governor said tomorrow, hey, open them up, which I think in Texas, I think that's what's – I I still don't know that. I need to look that up, I suppose. Um, But even if – I
1: I got an email from my barbershop that was like, hey, you can make appointments.
0: Oh, oh, I got something we can. okay, hang on. So even if the governor says that, if a barbershop chooses not to open, are you going to get mad at them?
1: No, I think at that point you're just like – well, let's just say, like, that could be, like, it's like, what if they change their hours? Right. Like, what if they're just like, hey, we're just opening later, or we're not opening on Thursdays or something? Like, would you be mad then? Yeah, probably, because it's inconvenient, but, like, there's an airy bearing on you, whether you. If their hours are convenient for you, then just go somewhere else. <laughs> right. Well, it, okay, so a couple
0: of Texas politicians, in defiance of Governor Abbott's order— got their haircut and they got it at the Tune-Up Manly Salon. First of all, Tune-Up is a chain. like a franchise. Yeah. Who are I these mean, there's with... owners there? Yeah, they have their... Oh, that's fine, but who's a... what franchise is letting owners defy governor's orders?
1: Uh, the owners of those specific chains.
0: <laughs> like, you know what I mean, like how is <laughs> at Tune-Up we don't recognize the order of governors? Like how is this a good look for you guys? Yeah, well, no. I, I
1: don't know. I don't know. not remember. really
0: Yeah. Like, as a franchise, do you want to be known as the franchise who ignores the orders of governors? Hey, but they got their haircuts. They, thank God those two Texas politicians got their haircuts. Thank God.
1: Where would we be without you?
0: Like, our hair would be longer. That's where. Like, I, again, I don't... <sighs> I'm so frustrated with people right now I just am I know this has turned into the angry soapbox episode and we can shift gears here in a minute but I just think it's so stupid that and I listen I'm not trying to take away from people's struggles or situations personally I've been going through a struggle with this I know you guys have dealt with some things your family's in education so they're everything's up in the air for you guys like I know that this is going on and yeah, personally, yeah. behind the scenes, you and I are having to deal with a lot of stuff because of this. But it still doesn't change the fact that there's a right way and a wrong way to do things. And so many people are just acting like jerks. It, it, uh,
1: it really shows people's true colors.
0: Yes, the lack of character, the lack of. The, the first time they were told, hey, if we do this, if we work together, we can save people's lives. And, and a bunch of people went, what's in it for me? Right. They're like,
1: I don't want to do that, so I'm not going to. Right. Why, why should I give up something to save someone's life? Right. And that, and that a lot of times comes down to people being ignorant and it not directly affecting them. Correct. There
0: is a detachment to this, right? And then there's also a lack of understanding about how the virus, about how viruses work and about how diseases spread. People keep saying, if I leave my house, it doesn't affect the person who stays home. That's not really true. Through points yeah. of contact, the more interaction people have, the more likely the virus is to spread person to person to person, and you don't know the people who interact with that person.
1: Exactly. Unless you are only meeting with people who haven't left their house ever, and you all get to one place and of well, the other people have left the house. It's like, all right, then as long as you have a direct <laughs> – you have an exact schedule of when everything happens, like, yeah then you may be okay to meet someone.
0: Right. Well, it goes like this. The, the, okay, well, it's not really that complicated. Like, Let's say Todd is, uh, has to stay at home. He's immunocompromised, right? So Todd decides to stay at home. Uh, but he gets his groceries delivered by Delivery Company B, okay? I'm not going to name any names for this scenario because I'm going to kill Todd at the end of the story. Um, delivery Company B, the driver, has been in quarantine and only doing his essential job. That's it this whole time. Well, the second they do any kind of lifting – he wants to celebrate and take his girl out. So him and his girlfriend, they go to dinner somewhere. And then also they go to the movies. And then they also uh, they did some retail shopping and they did some other stuff. Then they went home and they enjoyed themselves. And then the next day he delivers food. And somewhere in the span of that, he got infected. And over the next two weeks while he delivers Todd's groceries, he gets Todd sick. But over the next two weeks, he's been going in and out of different businesses that are essentially open. And phased open at 25%. So Todd has touched and come into contact with 600 people in the last two weeks. Well, now what? Yeah. Well, not Todd, because Todd's the one who died, but his delivery driver. And so, like, the virus spreads by virtue of us being in groups and in communities. That's what it is. It's a community-spreading virus. And everyone's like, oh, let's go out and do stuff.
1: No. <laughs> no.
0: But I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm tired of, I'm, not, I'm tired of seeing
1: people just that- a lack of care.
0: Yeah, people that I think highly of and have respect for, who then turn around and are like, why are we doing this? Or, or saying things like, this is an infringement on their civil liberties. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need a constitutional scholar to like run
1: through my Facebook page. Arguing with people on the internet is always the most productive use of anyone's time. <laughs> I just need someone to be like, I'm a constitutional
0: scholar, and you definitely don't have that right.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it it's says not... right here, Article 3, subsection B. If Dorona happened, I got it. <laughs> exactly. Under the powers enumerated by
0: Congress. If they don't, then I do. No, sir. Really? That's not no,
1: no. That's not how that talking works. about state rights, you idiot. <laughs> You're not a state. State of Todd, bro. <laughs> it's a state of mind. Oh,
0: well done. Yeah, I. Um, I guess we'll end it on a funnier note, and then we'll get out of here to a break. Um, this is kind of sports related, but kind of pop culture, so I guess it kind of fits us perfectly. Uh, it's breaking everywhere, but Kristen Cavallari. Uh, is leaving her husband, Jay Cutler, retired NFL quarterback. And her reason in the divorce paperwork is that he is driftless and lazy.
1: Oh, man, it's almost like he's retired.
0: Right. The 36, 38, something like that, he's a retired quarterback. He's got $122 million in the bank.
1: What, What complaints do you have?
0: That he's driftless and lazy, Nico. He needs
1: to have something he wants to do. I'm sorry did i just Did I just complete a career that like 89 percent of people want? Well, if you're saying at work for ripe age 40,
0: right? If you're saying work for 10 years and have 122 billion, I think everyone wants it,
1: right? Yeah, like that's can I retire? Can I retire it. at 38 and then have 122 million dollars? Like, God forbid I get lazy after that. Yeah, what is he supposed to do? He's supposed to take up a hobby? And I mean, like, yeah, let me get my hobby that costs $100 million. Right. Like, what do you want? It would be a fair complaint
0: if, like, if him doing nothing somehow, like, spread over where it was like, hey, will you take the kids to school? And he's like, nah, I'm good. Nah. But, like, if he's running errands and helping out.
1: Yeah, and it's not even like he's getting, like, fat, ugly, and gross. Like, he's still a great-looking guy. <laughs> except apparently he's just so boring and uh, undriven. God dang, it's almost like I'm retired or something. Oh, I,
0: I'm just trying to figure out how a dude could have $120 million in the bank. Or, I mean, not necessarily, but he earned in, in his career just in playing and salary, $122 million. So let's say he's got $30 million in the
1: bank. What's the compl- like? Who's complaining? Jeez. Well, I mean, like that's not the first time I've heard people like really hate on. Like they're like, I I need someone who's driven, who's going to be doing a lot, and that seems like the kind of person that would.
0: Right, but it's one thing like, to be driven... one
1: is the worst,
0: and two, yeah, that's true. But it's one thing to be driven, like if you have something to prove. But there's only thirty two professional starting quarterbacks in the entire world, and
1: he was one of them for like twelve years. Right. It's not even like he had a short career. He has (laughs) retirement forever. He's got healthcare forever. He's got money in the bank. Right. He's fine.
0: Yeah, if you're looking for driven,
1: he drove. Right. (laughs) He drove since he was like 24. Right. He's already done it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, is he supposed
0: to feel unaccomplished?
1: No, his wife, soon-to-be ex-wife, is just the worst. It's a weird thought. And, like, don't get
0: me wrong. It's easy to make the Jay Cutler's lazy jokes. Like, he wasn't known for his work ethic in the league. Like, but that's – And he always had this apathetic look on his face. And uh, the Chicago Bears fans hate him because he came out of a game, a playoff game, with, like, a knee thing. And he never told anyone, but it wound up being that it was like a torn ACL or something. And so, like.
1: People got mad at him for not saying anything? Yeah, basically. Because it was also
0: like the end of his career in Chicago. It was his last game with Chicago anyway. His contract was up after that, blah, blah, blah. So, like, he never came back to Chicago. He never explained it to him. They never found out. Then he shows up in Miami, like, the next year. And people are just like, Whatever.
1: I'm like, I don't understand why people are like so mad about that because it sounds like exactly what I would do. <laughs> it does,
0: yeah. You would never communicate with anybody; you would just disappear. That is, you're fair and
1: accurate about that. Yeah, I would have been like, ah oh, dang, I got hurt. Oh well." Um, like, I would have on my own. See you later. Later. And then that would have been, been it. Like, show us somewhere else. they be like, "What are you doing here?" And I was like, oh, "I'm fine now. Like, I got yeah. hurt. Contract is over. Like, it didn't really matter what happened." <laughs> right exactly and so yeah like also isn't she from like she has her own like business and all those other things but i think it's
0: been but i think it was started and funded by him that might not be a fair assumption to make but it is an assumption i'm making she was a reality tv star perhaps she had some money but it's like a clothing retail store but it's one of those really fancy ones where they have like nine things in the whole damn store
1: yeah, they'll have like nine things and then they all cost like four hundred dollars and it costs them thirty two cents in a sweatshop in China to make and they're like, right. it's it's local. And it's like Right it's local local somewhere else maybe.
0: <laughs> but then they'll tell you about their civil rights.
1: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> they're the kind of person that's gonna be like, This corona thing's really putting a hamper on the fact that I can't get divorced fast enough. <laughs> I can't <laughs> be able to divorce my my million dollar my million my million dollar husband well apparently i think think the two two of them too because i mean i i I would be so upset if i retired as a quarterback (laughs) and then someone's like i'm divorcing you because you're lazy it's like i earned my being lazy get off my back
0: I don't know that I would be upset, I'd be annoyed, but I also think this would be my opportunity to be like, wait, so I'm
1: single, a millionaire, and retired? Yeah, that, like, he can marry anyone he wants. <laughs> Nico, you just ruined it again. He doesn't have to ever get married again now, like, they can be yeah, with people really, after yeah, him at the strip hang. club. <laughs> Does he have kids? I don't
0: know. He's got two or three with her, though. But I mean... Okay. Co parent, and then on your off time, go be the worst human being possible. And yeah, all thanks know, to can... her.
1: Yeah, good job, dude. You made it.
0: Millions I have hundred...
1: absolutely, absolutely no respect for her, anyways. I don't know. There's nothing else left. <laughs> the world's over. The world's over. It's,
0: man, it is weird when like a governor rescinds an order. To not lock up people who ignore his order to keep people alive. Like, what are we saying? Like, <laughs> what I are we going for here?
1: I remember that one time I made that order that put, can put people in jail? Let's just take away the jail part. That was a little bit of yeah. I didn't think you guys would do it. I've been thinking about it, and I feel like I stepped over some toes there.
0: <laughs> what am I? Governor? <laughs> Everyone calm
1: uh, down. Everybody relax for a second. Hold on. That wasn't I didn't think anyone would do it, so I didn't know that would happen. <laughs> I didn't think anyone would that's the problem, is like first of that, all. We put of... too much one, we've too much faith into people.
0: <laughs> well the other thing is a lot of the police departments are like not even enforcing it. Like I'm gonna be honest, a little call out here. Montgomery County has basically said,
1: eh Yeah. Mm. Eh. Well you also have to think about like Houston has so many people in it, but it's also so spread out that like, like there's it's not it's not like you're going anywhere close. Like New York is like the worst because everything is so tight knit, everyone uses public transit.
0: Yeah, that's and, a good like, point.
1: Everyone's ever on top of each other. Houston's like, do I really feel like driving forty minutes to go to this place? No. <laughs> no, I think I'll just be here. <laughs> I'm Even though gas dumb. costs nothing, like you're just like I could fill up my tank for like ten dollars, but I don't really feel like it, so guess I'm just gonna stay here. That's fair. That's a good point.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. I just I feel like it's a weird thing. Also, it's worse
1: in like poor neighborhoods.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah, it dis this disproportionately affects uh, people of color and and poor neighborhoods. There's so much to this. Um. But then even in national news, the Department of Justice dropped charges against Michael Flynn, who had already pled guilty to the original charges. You know. How does that work? How do you How do you plead guilty and then turn around and go, wait a minute,
1: I really didn't do it? <laughs> the, old bait, the old bait and switch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nothing's making sense anymore.
1: <laughs> the perfect crime. Hey, we watched that happen on uh, on Law and Order, remember? Uh the, I, the, the I remember lady the... the lady gets like she murders her husband or boyfriend and then like gets acquitted. Not acquitted, but found not guilty because her mom pled guilty in her trial. Like out of oh, the blue, so yeah. she's found not guilty. So then but then like evidence comes out that it happened, but because of Double Jeopardy, she couldn't get charged with the same murder that she was already found not guilty for. There was that one, and then there was the other one where they couldn't use the tapes of the murder. That one, like, destroys my well-being and faith in the justice system and makes me cry. That one, I think, probably happens more than I'd like to
0: even know. Oh, uh, yeah, no. For those listening at home, on, there was another episode of Law and & Order, and uh, some guy, like, murders a whole family, and he and it gets caught on a security tape. But the security tapes were uh, found illegally in his home. The search warrant wasn't, wasn't authorized yet when they found him. So because of that, they're thrown out as evidence. So at his trial, he's able to bring up an alibi witness that both the defense, the prosecution, and the judge
1: all know are lying, but they can't use the tapes to prove it. Right, and then there's like definitely somewhere along like perjury, but like I don't know, man.
0: Well, like I thought you can't allow a witness to perjure themselves, but I think the – I think he asked the questions. No, the Fifth Amendment is you're not allowed to uh, incriminate yourself, yourself. yourself. but it's against the code of ethics for a lawyer to ask a question he knows you're going to answer with a lie. So in theory, uh, all three of them shouldn't have been able to do that, but I think he is the one who asked her for his alibi. He defended himself. Right. So
1: it's a good little workaround there. So yeah, it's just the worst and I hate it. <laughs> like what's new?
0: Oh man. Alright, we're gonna jump out to a break and we come back. Corey DLG of nerd thug radio. going to tell you guys about my friends. The adventure begins comics, games, and more located right there on 1488 in Conroe right now. They're not open, but the Facebook page is active. They are still working every day to keep, to keep their inventory going. They're building a website. They they're working on some events behind the scenes that they can hopefully still put together. Even maybe some, some internet based things that they're working on. Uh, but they're, they want to stay connected with the community. They want to stay connected with you guys. And they want to keep serving the community in any way they can during these trying times so reach out to facebook.com backslash uh, i believe it's the adventure begins if not just check the search bar the adventure begins comics games and more we often link to them so you can see them on our page just reach out and if you can support them at all go ahead and do so uh as everybody kind of goes through this great pandemic opportunity uh thanks and be safe guys This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations. Streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. And of course, check the Facebook page, Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio, where little brother Nico gets on there, and he's been posting the cosplay of the day. How's that been
1: going, buddy? Uh yeah, it's pretty cool. There's a lot of Star Wars stuff. I forgot May the fourth happened. Oh. Uh, yeah. you took a couple of weeks off. But now you're back Yeah, out. back in it. back in the game, boys.
0: Back in the game, boys. I like it. Alright. Um, so you missed May the fourth, though, huh?
1: Yeah, I kind of forgot it happened, and then May the fifth was on a Taco Tuesday, stopped by a coronavirus, so that was hilarious. Did you did you do a bunch of cosplayers in taco suits? No, cuz it was a
0: Tuesday. Yeah, but I mean, that seems like Taco Tuesday
1: should have been like cos. Cosplay- I'm not oh. trying to I'm not trying to get sued by a fake LeBron James.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, um speaking of fake LeBron James, Michael Jordan has a documentary going on, The Last Dance. Uh-huh. Um there's some interesting things at play. I have, um, I've watched some of it, but I want to wait until it's, till it's all done so I can watch it all at once. Uh, but one of the quotes that came out of it is, the director is surprised that Jordan has agreed to let these last two episodes air. So basically it means he's going to look like a huge jerk by the end of this. Um, I mean, that's cool. He always had a reputation, though. People who know sports and know behind-the-scenes stuff, he was always a jerk. Like, yes, there are nice stories. Michael Jordan does nice things for people. I'm not trying to say that. But he, he had no problem, like, telling you to shut the F up and give him the ball kind of a thing. Mm. Like, there was there was an element to Michael Jordan where he knew he was the most important guy. And in this documentary, apparently, it talks about, like, his jealousies about Scottie Pippen and about Rodman and about other players getting attention. Like... There's a lot of pettiness at play for a guy that we revere as a basketball god.
1: It's a very human look at a person. Which I think is important. It's always important to ground idols, I think. Do you, I, So do you, Okay, let me ask you this. I guess we can get really metaphysical here. Let's get weird.
0: Um, I'm all about it. Some people say and feel like and portray that the media builds you up to tear you down. I would posit the argument that the media follows both the incredible and the disappointing, because those are both
1: worthwhile news stories. Right, I like news, like especially like the modern day news cycle does want you keep to keep coming back to keep getting the spicy scoops, and there is a there is a, a, a it is a part of entertainment is news is. Yes, the news, like, this happened, this happened, but also they want to keep you engaged.
0: Yeah, once there were more options than one, two, and three for news, there had to be an element of entertainment to it also. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that that's part of it is we've now figured out what people are looking for in their news. And, yeah, they want to be scared and they want to be told that the world's okay and they want it at the same time and it's conflicting and weird but they also you know listen we know what human nature is people slow down when there's a car accident because they want to see what's going on
1: right um, even if you don't want to see what's going on right you still you still kind of want to oh maybe there's a body like it's terrible morbid, it is morbid it curiosity
0: is. yeah And the phrase that curiosity killed the cat hasn't stopped a single person from asking a hundred questions when they find out something they want to know, right? You know what I mean? Like the reality is we, people are nosy in ways that don't matter. Okay. Here's an example. Uh, Zach Brath is 40 some odd years old. The guy from scrubs. Yeah. Zach Brath. He died in BoJack Horseman. I mean, I don't care. It's a terrible show. Nobody should watch it. Um, Great show and he he's dating some girl who's like twenty three. Okay, he's forty four, and she's twenty two. Okay. And there's twelve year, there's a twenty two year age difference. Yep. And whenever she posts on her Instagram coupley pictures of the two of them, people like destroy her on social media. And they they act like they shouldn't be together. Blah 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 blah. And she goes out of her way to make a point. She was doing an interview, and she was like, "I'm an actress, so like I I know that I'm famous, and we can have conversations about the things that I do that are in the public eye. But my relationship isn't something I'm putting in the public eye. So like, why do all these people feel like they're out? They have the obligation to tell me what to do with it. Right. Yeah. And that is a good point. It is a it's it's kind of a scary point, but it is reality, which is uh, what I mean.
1: You don't control what I do. I can kind of do whatever I want.
0: Right. and it, Like but my it relationship
1: doesn't, doesn't mean anything to you. Except that it does because I have to know
0: because I'm nosy and I demand right. to know. Because you're the worst. Right. And so like I don't think media builds people up to knock them down. I think it builds them up because that's one set of stories. And then when people screw up, the media yeah, people are fascinated when people screw up. We wanna we wanna be there to watch the quote unquote fall.
1: Yeah, the fall of the fall of a hero has always been an interesting story since like the dawn of time. Right. It's called a Greek tragedy. Like we love it. We're like, man, remember when, you know Greek god A, you know. And demigod B got into a scuffle one time and one of them killed the other one and then felt bad and then there was a feud was between the gods. It, I don't know. Isn't Hamlet uh, a Greek tragedy? Your favorite play there? Isn't that a Greek tragedy? Ham, Hamlet's just a regular it's a it's a it's a tragedy, yeah. Um and I don't then, know I don't know what qualifies a Greek tragedy. I think that I think it's just comedy and tragedy. I think I'm adding the word Greek. So I think you're right.
0: Uh, and then Romeo and Juliet's a tragedy. The heroes bring about their own downfall. I think it's uh, a comedy.
1: <laughs> I mean, it plays both ways. No, like like the, like even the sad stories can be called comedies because like the whole point is like they created their own downfall, and that's why. Right, but that's what makes them tragedies too, right? So, like, can a comedy be a tragedy? No, because so she said so. Comedy is when the I think the characters like do it to themselves. And then tragedy is when it's like, like the machinations of like everything. So like, Hamlet, yes, caused his downfall, but that was like a crazy turn of events with using like fifteen other characters because it's like the mother that betrayed Hamlet's father married the brother. I think
0: you're like... backwards on this. I think you, I think a comedy is like that because they call it a comedy of errors but a tragedy maybe, maybe is I have when reversed. I think you do because a tragedy is when the actions of the main character directly or indirectly is what causes his downfall. So like in Hamlet, he knocks over the first domino and from there they continue to fall all around him and it ends in his tragedy.
1: Yeah, but he doesn't start it because it's just when his dad dies. But doesn't it... It's when his dad dies and then his mom remarries his brother. But isn't it when he seeks brother. revenge? Isn't it when he yeah. seeks revenge? Is what starts it? Well, I mean, yeah, but like you can you can see that also. Be like the reason he did that was because when his dad died, his mom remarried his uncle or something like that.
0: Hey, listen, in royal families, that stuff happens.
1: You got to learn to move on, Hammy. Look, I I know I know I know the struggle of what I like to call in ancient stories the sniff you. <laughs> the son-nephew. <laughs> that was his literally nephew's... the whole point of the King Arthur stories. He dies to his nephew, Mordred.
0: That's Yes, that's
1: accurate. From uh, Morgana Lafay, right? Morgan Lafay. Yeah. Arthur's <laughs> sister. Slash lover. Woo! Yeah, and they, have, they have a kid, and their kid is Mordred, and Mordred is the reason he loses.
0: But, I mean, it's not like he was a real king anyway. He pulled a sword out of a lake. Pulled a sword out of a Yeah,
1: he did. He got he got literally handed to him. It didn't even, he didn't even do it. <laughs> <laughs> the lady like, was like, bro, take this. It's going to be pretty lit. He's like, all right. All right, cool. Thanks, man.
0: <laughs> That's a good point. You're not wrong about that. Um, I guess this is a before... wizard
1: that was like, bro, I'll give you cool magic stuff. <laughs> Yeah, you you want some cool stuff.
0: Uh I guess before we get into any more else, let's let's also go ahead and mention The Adventure Begins Comics, Games and More is now officially back open for business. They're operating at 25% right there on 1488 and they are welcoming people to come in and partake in the business. Uh gaming is not quite set up yet. They're going to wait for more things to happen along that along that timeline before they feel comfortable opening up the gaming. But they're staying open until 8 p.m. every day of the week. And they are trying to help return to normalcy by giving you the entertainment and the gaming that everybody does love and enjoy. Um so make sure to mention, you know, comic books starting to come back in and all that. So make sure to get out there and have a good time. And if you don't have a pool box, maybe set one up with them, maybe start trying some comic books. I know there's one called Another Day at the office that's on the shelves. It's probably uh, worth, worth that. Uh, it's by me. It's by me. It's written and created by me. Uh, so I just turned this ad about Adventure Begins into an ad about myself. Um, but that's okay. Yeah, I'm egotistical. Um, but no, honestly, the Adventure Begins Comics Games and more. right down 1488. It's clean. It's family-friendly. It's well-lit. It's a great place to go and have a good time. They do support local. That is why my comic book is on the shelf there. They are a big thing. They are really big about helping local and being a part of the community. Uh, and as this time comes you know we get to return to normal i think they want to be a big part of that i think you should guys should support them and help them out um so that being said make sure to check out the adventure begins comics games and more right there on 1488 um so we got a few minutes here i think we got about six minutes by my rough caveman estimate um small caveman brain no time (laughs) no time real good um we, you and I got to do something kind of different this week. What did we do? I don't know what you're talking about. We played Modern Warfare. Oh, we did. Man. We found okay. out how
1: truly terrible I am at
0: this game. You're not. I honestly, I didn't think you were that much worse than me. Cause I'm pretty bad at this game too. Um, but yeah, I, you know, it's more, it's way more fun to play when you have somebody like to run alongside. Mm-hmm uh i th- like i think it's interesting to think about uh like these communities where people consistently play together
1: yeah uh, my uh, my my younger cousin ray has a, like a, a rainbow 6 group that he's uh like entered into and, like they've played for like a like y- played for like the past year and like they play other games together and like that's just really cool <laughs> Yeah. I I think two of them know each other, and they have a kid together, and then, like, a couple of them, like, never met each other. So, it's just weird. That is weird, but that is kind of cool, right? Like, the idea that, like, gaming has somehow
0: brought these groups of people together, and they get to kind of run around and, and, and do their thing.
1: Shout out to my old Xbox Live friend, Waffles for Hire, dude. I hope you're doing okay. Waffles for Hire. That's a good name. It is, a YouTube channel that he uploaded like nine years ago on. So hope he's all right. He lived in Hawaii at the time. What are you gonna do when you find out that like dead? Oh, I've already had that happen before, and it's the most tragic thing ever. What do you mean? Seriously what what do you mean? Uh, for old friend from high school was like in a shooting, and then he died. And I found that out like it was literally a couple months after I had talked to him on Xbox.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. It's not quite the same thing, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, Yeah. that does happen. Like where you find out someone passed away a while back, but it was somebody you knew. Yeah. And you're like, what? Oh, that just happened to me actually uh, last week. And it was, it was kind of uncomfortable. Like uh, obviously Um, when I was in college still, I worked at a part-time at Jason's Deli doing catering driving for the mornings. Mm -hmm. Uh, Great tips. Sometimes and then just terrible the other times. Uh, if you deliver to the right office, you would make a ton of money. If you deliver to the wrong office, they're like, Ooh, we're not allowed to tip.
1: And I'm like, and Who gave you
0: permission that. to order then? Like, why would you do this
1: to me? <laughs> yeah, what, what,
0: I work for tips, lady. Um, but so anyway, the other day, uh, I just had a hankering. And so I went into a Jason's Deli, and the old line cook was now like the assistant manager. Uh, and so we got to talking for a minute and when i worked with him this was at least 10 years ago okay longer than that if i was in school still so i mean just at least 10 years ago minimum for the sake of the story um probably more than 10 years ago <laughs> yeah absolutely uh but when i but when i worked there his wife and uh, one of his daughters worked there also so we're sitting there talking and i said hey how's your wife blah 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 and he's like oh she doesn't work anymore blah blah you know uh, She got tired of it and she just wants to stay home now. Blah blah blah. I was like, okay, yeah. And how's your daughter? And he was like, she passed. Oh, and I was like, what? And and turned out it was uh, she had passed from breast cancer like two years ago. Oh man. But like I had I didn't like you have I had no no way of knowing that no you know what I mean. Yeah, and like I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And he's like, no, no, it's all right. She'd been sick for a very long time, blah blah blah. And we got to talking about it, but like, that's a, like that's a weird feeling. Ah, oh, man, yeah, yeah. Wow. Who else do you know that's died? No, I'm just kidding. That's a
1: <laughs> well. There's my <laughs> bombing out the
0: last five minutes here. Um, I do have an awkward thought. I'm not going to name names on this one because it's not a cool thing to 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 do. Um it's so it's like the worst episode <laughs> yeah what it's fine we'll just call it the worst episode I'm fine with that um so obviously I'm friends with some people who obviously write and publish comic books Mm-mm. and one of them is writing a couple different books right now for one of the major publishers Mm-mm. and I've had I've been buying the one of their books that has been coming out because I was excited for them because it's a big book it's a mainstream book blah 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 I haven't been enjoying it. And so, like, each issue, I've been less and less excited to read the next issue. Mm -hmm. And now I'm to the point where the latest issue that came out pre-lockdown, I still haven't opened and read. Oh. Because, like, I can't bring myself to read it. That's pretty bad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very not excited, but I don't know what. Like, you obviously don't you're tell. Like, them I want to
1: support you, but also like I hate it.
0: Yeah, I want to support you, but this is not good. It's,
1: it's not good. <laughs> you don't have to like everything your friends do.
0: No, you don't. But it, it it's not
1: fun. It's not you're... fun not liking them.
0: Yeah, yeah. It doesn't wanna... bring you any joy to be like I don't like this. Right, like I want to be, I want to be in their corner. I want to root for them. Like it's a big deal. But it, I guess it would be like if, oh man, your friend made a movie, so it's 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 awesome. You're like, that's great, and then it winds up being like Twilight or something, and you're like, my friend made I mean, Twilight.
1: It's cool, I guess. Is it? Like, I'm happy you did it. You know, that's cool. Right. And I like you, but I don't like the thing you made however (laughs) however and like i mean that gets awkward and i think a lot of people have to parse out their emotions and be like that goes back to like oh artist versus art thing where it's like are you gonna support an artist that was a terrible person i think the answer to that
0: is no as much as possible
1: i think right but given this like
0: I, i guess i just don't say anything ever
1: yeah, you just don't mention it ever? I mean, that's the thumper way of saying things. You know, Bambi, the whole, you don't got anything nice to say and don't say nothing at all. Thanks, Disney. That rabbit's
0: I'll right. Because right now I'll I got keep, nothing nice to say about that. <laughs> I'm going to keep my negative emotions right where they belong. <laughs> Inside, bottled up. But I am going to not mention the publisher, or the writer, or the book, or the company. Like, I'm going to do as much as I can to not, because I'm not trying to bash anybody. I'm just genuinely... Saying, know, just,
1: I'm <laughs> just, just saying I'm disappointed, but I I want you to know that I'm disappointed, but I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus. <laughs> Pretty much.
0: And on that note of honor, that calls an end to another episode of Nerd Thug Radio. On behalf, <laughs> of little brother, <laughs> on behalf of Little Brother Nico and myself, same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel, try and be kind, try and love each other, try and take care of each other, try and be safe, wash your hands, be clean. Let's... Let's have a positive weekend. Let's go into Monday bright and happy.
1: The world will come back eventually.
0: That's right. We got this. All right. Later, guys.